The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The following program is recommended for mature individuals and may contain material unsuitable for morons, cretins, and dishwipes. If you are a moron or a member of the PTL club, please turn off your radio because we don't need any more stupid, narrow-minded, pencil-neck geeks who wouldn't know the First Amendment if it came up and bit them on the butt. Thank you. Dead Zone WDZR-DV Worldwide. Welcome to the Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. Dead Zone Supplemental, December 1st. Hope you all had an amazing Thanksgiving. Tonight we're going to showcase another band, a friend of the show, Minerva. If you're into doom metal, stoner rock and sludge, this is the band for you. We'll be playing three tracks from their October release, Black Sky. You guys are going to love this. Check it out. Before we get into that, let's revisit Michelle and her telling us about the infamous Zozo. Paranormal News. So welcome to Paranormal News and Events with Michelle. Alright, so I found this story on MysteriousUniverse.org. It was written by Brett Swanser on October 31st of 2019. It's called The Very Strange Tale of Zozo, the Ouija Board Demon. The internet is an untamed realm full of vast trove of strangeness dealing with the paranormal. It has given us reams of accounts from people experiencing a full range of supernatural activity from ghost sightings all the way to the very outer reaches of the utterly bizarre. In some cases, whole new phenomena are described here, and one of the more remarkable and pervasive of these is the story of a malicious demon who purportedly comes through Ouija boards to harass and torment. He is supposedly a dark, ancient entity who inspires fear and who goes by the quite ridiculous name of Zozo. The demon in question apparently goes by many very odd and unlikely names for a supposed demon, including Zozo, Zoso, Zaza, Mama, Oz, Zo, Za, Abacus, or sometimes the more legit demon name Pazuzu. Yes, that Pazuzu. And is usually said to be an ancient entity that has been tormenting Ouija board users for hundreds of years. One supposed early interaction with the demon was allegedly made way back in 1816 when a young woman in the French village of Tiley was supposedly possessed by several demons calling themselves Mimi, Crapulet, and Zozo. And the lore often mentions that this demon began to increasingly use Ouija boards to reach out to our reality when they started becoming popular. Zozo is said to have some particular calling cards and idiosyncrasies that he, it is mostly described as a he, seems to follow when making his presence known. The entity in modern times is said to almost exclusively make his presence known through Ouija boards, manipulating the planchette to spell out one of his many names, usually Zozo, as well as making it do rapid figure-eight movements or rainbow patterns across the board. 
Zozo will supposedly typically start out in a very friendly manner and may even pose as a dead friend or relative only to gradually become more antagonistic and malevolent, often devolving into profanity-laced tirades and rants filled with morbid threats and venom. Yet by the time one has realized that this is not a benign entity, it is usually too late. Once conjured up, Zozo will allegedly cause all kinds of problems, including manipulating the emotions of any players present, appearing as a menacing shadow figure, invading dreams, moving objects, causing health and mental problems, and in some cases driving the poor soul who invoked him insane. He has even been reported as fully possessing people, as well as driving them to murder or suicide, and it is said to feed on fear getting more powerful the more scared one is. Not a nice guy, in other words. The story and its increasing popularity as it pertains to modern times can probably best be traced back to a terrifying experience related in 2009 by a man named Darren Evans who wove up a terrifying tale of conjuring up the insidious entity on several occasions. He would claim that the first time it had come to him, the planchet on the Ouija board was that he was using went nuts, spelling out Zozo over and over again. At first, the entity seemed friendly, but this changed in the coming days, with it becoming more aggressive and mean, before the demon announced that he would take Evans and his family to paradise. When Evans asked where paradise was, the board then spelled out H-E-L-L. Freaked out by this, he purportedly went to check on his girlfriend and his one-year-old baby, only to find her nowhere to be seen and his daughter drowning in an overflowing bathtub. She survived, but it left Evans completely shaken and terrified. This is all creepy enough as it is, but Evans would claim that the demon would contact him on multiple occasions, sometimes demonstrating an ability to speak Latin and Hebrew, and causing all manner of bad luck for the family, including Evans' daughter coming down with a mysterious respiratory ailment that required hospitalization. He also says that he experienced various paranormal activity in his home, such as flickering lights and moving objects, and that he had even been physically assaulted by the sinister entity, which would leave scratches and bruises behind. He would claim that he became that he would claim that he came very close to having a nervous breakdown because of all of this, and that it very nearly ruined his life. When this story got out into the wild, hundreds of others began relating their own stories of contacting what appears to be the very same demon through Ouija boards, which is usually calling itself Zozo, and Evans began gathering all of these accounts together, even setting up a website for these stories, so numerous they, they were. There are countless accounts of Zozo, and even photographs of the entity and videos claiming to show people being possessed, and Evans has gone on to appear on the TV show Ghost Adventures, as well as write a book along with paranormal researcher Rosemary Ellen Guiley on the phenomenon called the Zozo Phenomenon. There are countless such reports of people encountering the nefarious Zozo, such as one related on Your Ghost Stories by a poster called herself April O. from the United States. 
She claims that she had had some friends over for a party one evening in 2012, and at some point they all thought it would be fun to play with a Ouija board, something she says she had done on many occasions before without ever having any negative or paranormal experience, but this time would be different. When they all sat down to the board, they were giggling and telling spooky stories, none of them aware of the strangeness that was about to follow. It began when they seemed to have contacted something, and when asked who they were speaking with, the planchet began to spell out Zozo, and when asked what it wanted, it cryptically said, I want her, and indicated one of her friends. April says of the terrifying events that would unfold thusly. The cursor returned to moving from the Z to the O yet again, and I was getting annoyed with this because it wouldn't tell me why it wanted my friend. It just spelled out I wanted her repeatedly. My friend, the one that the demon wanted, stupidly called him a P dot 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 dot, and the board spelled out death. That's when things got bad. I got angry and told her not to provoke him because he was capable of bad things, and I sure as hell didn't want anything happening to my friends. The other friend just sat there freaked out, not speaking the entire time, as we continued to ask it questions, which I don't recall. The cursor began feeling hot under my fingers, and I asked my friends if they felt it too, and they said that they did. I asked it another question, but its answers didn't make any sense. It spelled out Mama over and over. It would not move to any other letters, so I cussed at him because I was getting annoyed. The one friend took his hand off the cursor and refused to play anymore, and the atmosphere immediately changed. I could feel Zozo in the room now, and the air was heavy, and I began to get scared. All of a sudden, I didn't feel like myself. I felt as if something was inside me. I felt the most intense hatred I've ever felt before. I began to laugh hysterically and then cry like I had no control over my emotions. My mood then turned to hatred again, and I turned to look at my friend, the one the demon wanted, with the most evil smile. I felt it inside. It wasn't me smiling. It was this demon. We all stopped playing the board after that, but the heavy feeling in the air and its presence remained. It took a bit before everything felt normal again that night, and I felt like myself, but when it did, I was relieved. I feared for my friend's safety that night, but fortunately, none of them experienced anything after leaving. My advice, do not mess with the Ouija board. Another spooky account comes from Evan's site and concerns a frightened witness who says that he had been contacted by what he at first had thought was the spirit of a little boy, but would turn out to be anything but. It is a report that perfectly illustrates the demon's tendency to deceive and manipulate and the report reads, There was a spirit that claimed to be that of a little boy. We also talked to a few other spirits on the board until one time this spirit came across and said his name, Oz. I figured initials because I don't recall any spirits giving their names, just initials. Anyway, he was no fun and just plain mean. Every time we would try to talk to one of the other friendly spirits, Oz always came back like he was much stronger than the others. When you would ask a question and he got angry, the eye would move frantically in a figure eight. He was just mean. Well, one night we got pretty trashed and asked some real mean things and acted mean back. It was funny at first, but it got serious in a hurry. We started arguing with one another because some were getting spooked. We then came to our senses and said, let's get rid of this darn thing. We threw it away and nothing strange happened afterwards. Not sure I believe in them or if they really even work, 
but it was a freaky experience. Although I talked a lot of smack that night, I was sort of fearful for a few days. I can't remember to this day what Oz said, and heck, it's been 20 years ago, but it wasn't good at all. Reports like this go on and on, sometimes from people who were simply freaked out by the foul-mouthed demon, but others speaking of paranormal harassment, possessions, physical assaults, freak accidents, mysterious illnesses, misfortune, and madness. There are whole message boards and websites full of such reports, some of which even predate Evan's own experiences, and with mentions in TV programs and even movies, Zozo has become sort of a bizarre phenomenon that has taken on a life of its own, along the lines of similar mysterious figures such as Slender Man and the Men in Black. So what are we looking at here? Is this really all the doing of a supernatural entity, or is this all just a modern urban legend in the making? There has, of course, been skepticism aimed at the Zozo phenomenon, and much of this revolves around Evans himself. Not only do the great majority of Zozo reports come pouring in after his own account came out, but Evans claims many historical references for the presence of the demon that are very hard to really verify, and added to this, he claims that Zozo's symbol is an ancient glyph that serves as the code for the god Saturn, but which was also used by the famous rock band Led Zeppelin, of which he is an admitted total superfan. He also didn't do so bad for himself afterwards, appearing on TV and penning a book. Considering all of this, it seems at least possible that he simply made the whole story up, basing parts of it on real historical references, after which it, had, it caught on with the internet crowd to become a fast-growing urban legend. Yet there are so many reports from people who insist that it is all completely real, and there is the fact that there are indeed a few reports that predate Evan's account. If there is any truth to it all, then what could it be? Although Zozo is most commonly referred to as a demon, and even possibly the Mesopotamian demon called Pazuzu of the Exorcist fame, there is no way at all to know this. It could just as easily be a ghost or some other type of spirit. There is also the idea that it could be what is called a tulpa, or thought form, which is basically an entity or apparition brought into the world through the sheer power of belief. In this case, the idea is that the witnesses so fully believe in Zozo and expect him to appear that he is literally conjured up by the power of the mind. If he is real in any form, then you might be wondering how to keep him from tormenting you, and the main advice for dealing with Zozo, if you ever are contacted by him, is to remain calm, avoid saying his name, ignore it, force the planchette of the Ouija board to goodbye, and hope that it leaves you alone. It wouldn't hurt to seek spiritual counsel as well. Whether Zozo is real or just a spooky internet legend, it is amazing how much the phenomenon and mythology surrounding it have grown so spectacularly. Zozo pops up everywhere in discussions, articles, books, TV shows, and film, and it has become a sensation. There are scores of people who insist this demon is real, and innumerable personal accounts leading one to wonder just how this has all come to pass, and if there is any truth to it at all in any capacity. Real or not, the Zozo phenomena is at the very least a spooky story and fascinating glimpse at myth-building in the modern world. Whether you believe in him or not, it might be best to put the Ouija board away. So, anyone out there know anything about Zozo? Have you ever had any contact with him? 
email me at michelle.deadzone at gmail.com and tell me your story. Maybe we'll interview you on one of our segments, or maybe I'll tell your story for you if you'd rather. Anyway, let me know what your experience is. If you've had any experiences on a Ouija board, share it with me. Let me know. Again, maybe we'll go ahead and contact you for an interview. But I highly, highly recommend that you leave the Ouija boards alone. Some people say that it's just a toy. It's a game. They are, they are absolutely powerless. And they themselves are. It is the intent behind what you're doing the power of the room, the energy level of the room that can cause these things to happen. You can probably, in my opinion, I'm not an expert now, in my opinion, you most likely can just draw a very rough Ouija board and still have the same effects. Because again, it's the energy, the intent that causes these things to happen. You can bring things through from other dimensions things that you don't want any contact with. So if you don't know what you're doing and you have no experience with these things, you need to stay away. Trust me, just stay away. Leave that to the experts. There are people out there that know how to do this and they do it on a regular basis. I am not one of those people and I do not want to be one of those people. I will forever stay away from the Ouija boards. So I hope you enjoyed this story. Again, you can read it for yourself on mysteriousuniverse.org. Um, we uh, don't have any upcoming events to talk about right now, but please, if you have anything upcoming for yourself, email me at michelle.deadzone at gmail.com and let me know so I can let our listeners know. Uh, on my next segment, I will go ahead and have a few events lined up to tell you about, and um, I hope to hear from you. So again, email me at michelle.deadzone at gmail.com and thanks for listening. Millions of people are affected by the Para-X bug. I realize that it is something that will stay with me for the rest of my life and long into the afterlife as well. If you have the Para-X bug, there is hope. With a nightly visit to the Para-X website and intensive past life regression therapy, I can control it. Even with the Para-X bug, I can still lead an active life of radio show hosting, paranormal investigating, evidence checking, attending conferences, book writing, keeping up with the latest technology, and still keep my 40-hour-a-week day job. If you think that you have the Para-X bug or know someone who might, visit para-x.com. And remember, you are not alone. I am not alone. I. I. I, I am not alone. The Para-X bug may cause the urge to chase shadow people, visit exotic haunted locations, adopt a pugwudgie, or spend all of your time trying to figure out the laws and principles of paranormal investigation. Listening to Para-X may increase these effects. Sudden visions of full-body apparitions or feeling the covers being pulled off you in the middle of the night by unseen hands may also be signs of exposure to the Para-X bug. The use of Para-X may be habit-forming, and an overwhelming desire to provoke spirits may be a serious side effect. If these symptoms last more than four hours, you should quickly consult a trusted witch and have her cast a what-the-hell-are-you-thinking spell on you. If symptoms persist, please contact the Para-X Radio Network Homeland Security Team for further instructions. The Para-X bug may cause urges for late-night speaking with spirits and ghosts. Listening to Para-X may increase these effects. Overwhelming desire to try provoking a spirit may be a serious side effect. 
Those with Para-X bug effects lasting more than four hours should consult Para-X or see a professional. Sudden outbursts at the mention of orbs may be a sign of exposure to the Para-X bug. Use of Para-X may be habit-forming. Use caution when engaging in Para-X chat. Your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. Okay, and now back to business.
man. He's a myth. He's almost a mystery. He's an icon. The one, the only, Bob Damaris. Bob, how you doing this weekend? Doing great, guys. How about you? <laughs> we're doing wonderful. Hey, we're doing better than we were yesterday. Yeah, well, dragging that, ass that is, a little bit. You, you were one of the only people who had said that at a convention on a Sunday. Dead Zone WDZRDB. Worldwide.
2020 is just around the corner, and if you guys are anything like us at the dead zone, you probably already have your calendar filling up for the entire year. Well, you need to save a couple of dates open. I'm going to tell you why. We've got something really cool coming up, and who better to tell you about it than friend of the show, Robbie Thomas. How's it going, buddy? That's going, dude. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing much better than I was last night, you know? yeah we went through this didn't we yes we did and man i'm telling you i the the more i tried the worse i got i just had to quit (laughs) so um you've got a tour coming up yeah yeah let's hear let's hear about that yeah 2020 and you get in uh, several different uh, states right yes we are we're going to be um kicking it off in ontario canada Uh windsor from there, we're going to boot over to, I think it's Indiana, and then we're hitting Michigan, and then we're hitting Ohio. Uh, Pennsylvania's going on the list, and I think we're coming back to Michigan. Right. There's a lot of dates, uh, actually. And, right. uh, and the theme of this, you're going to love this. You ready for this? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. It's all law enforcement based. There you we're go. We're going to be hitting, yeah. We're going to be hitting every prison, every jail that's haunted you can think of. Right. From Jackson Prison in Michigan to the Crown Point, Indiana. Crown Point, Indiana. You heard that, guys. Yeah. Throw that out there. Indiana, folks, I'm coming, you Hoosiers. Very cool. Yeah. And, um, oh, I'm loving it. I love Indiana. So, I mean, why not throw that in there? And I, I might want to hit there again. So we'll see what happens. That would but be cool. That would be very cool. Yeah. You wouldn't it? Yes, and come down and do a live show with you, mate. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we're dying for that, man. We've had John uh, how many times, and we just never can't get you in the studio. That's okay. I know, I got that's the, that's okay. That's okay. We're in like a temporary <laughs> setup right now, and that's why we're having some issues with the microphones and all that. I think we've explained that to everyone, but yeah, that would be great, man. That would be really cool. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. Don't. Don't fill up your calendar just yet. Check these dates, and if if you want to go ahead and just name them one more time, the dates, the actual dates, so people can you know get an idea of, of what they need to do yeah. to, to get the time off. You got it. We're hit, we're kicking it off June sixth in Canada. We're heading over into July, and actually the end of June and in July, we're going over to America, 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 and we're going to sure. America. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're going to be hitting Indiana in July. We're there you going go. to be hitting, oh my gosh, Michigan in August, Ohio in August. And, you know, everything, all the information, folks, you can go to robbythomas.net. That's All the information is there. It's going to be a great time. What you're going to see and what you're going to get done is this. I'm going to present all the murder cases for the last 30 years. I've worked with like the U.S. Marshals, state police, sheriff's offices, and you name it. And we're going to put them up and we're going to go through all the cases. And then I've got cases I've solved that nobody knows about. And then I'm going to test everybody's ability. And then we're going to go through the workshop and how the procedures, the techniques, the legalities of all doing this with law enforcement and if you have the ability you really want to learn more and broaden this this is where you're going to learn i'm endorsed openly by law enforcement and they wanted me to do this and this is what's going to happen Very so we're cool. going to do that and then on a, the bonus some of these places we're going to go do a ghost hunt. do a hunt all right very cool yeah very cool yeah so so there you go i mean it's not you're not just going to go get a lecture you're not going to just be talked to you're going to you're going to be interactive and then you're going to have a great time afterwards. Well, that's really cool. Oh, definitely. 
definitely. I'm going to make people work on this tour. They're not just going to sit there and listen. There, they're going to work. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, well, man. Like you say, I hope um, we can work it out when you do come back through that we can have you in here. And I appreciate you coming on and, and letting everyone know. Is there anything else you want to let us know? Nope, just be sure. 2020, 20 slash 20, mm -hmm. I see 2020. It's a Robbie Thomas psychic profiler tour. It comes off the psychic justice tour 10 years ago. Right. So when I was down through the states 10 years ago, remember that, Lee? Yep. That's when I did all the cases. Right. Now you're going to see what happened after. Very cool. You're going to see who I put in jail, who got arrested, and yada, yada, yada. Very cool. <laughs>
cool was that? M-N-R-V-A, Minerva. Their newest one from October, Black Sky. We're going to close out tonight with one from Riggs, or you might know him better from his band, Scum of the Earth.
smoking, boy? Smoking? Don't smoke. It causes cancer. You know what I mean. Would you just get off a spaceship or something? Colombian gold, man. Grass, hash, the weed. Dig it? Explore the darkness. Find out what goes bump in the night. <gasps> Did you hear that? Did you see that? Where's that bright light in the sky? <gasps> oh, we certainly need to investigate. Calling all witches and sensitives. Explore, Explore the, the paranormal. paranormal. With host Shauna and Vicky. From, from Geeks, Geeks Paranormal. Paranormal. Wednesdays at 9 Eastern, 8 Central. Let's, Let's Explore. Explore. On paraxradio.com. Good evening. I am Sammy Terry, and you're listening to the Dead Zone. <laughs> Your source for everything paranormal. Para X.
I'm Jenna Valadez with The Basement Files. Tune in Friday nights, 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Para-X Radio Network. If you've enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends. This is the Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.